Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Adoption Adventures. Hoping you are all keeping well and uh, and loving life. Um, so it's National Adoption Week. How exciting is that? Um, a part of me is thinking that I might try and release a couple of episodes this week, but it might be that I'm re-releasing previous episodes um, just to celebrate National Adoption Week. Don't know. We don't know how well my life admin will go. So let's see, shall we? <laughs> um, I um, yeah. It's it's been um, a, a busy week around adoption, in as much as so. On Saturday, I went to a matching profiling event. Monday, delivering training. Monday night. Um, I was doing a catch-up with the LGBTQ plus uh, and allies group. Um, and then I had some uh, challenges, as it were, on, uh, on the world of Twitter as well. Um, so, yeah, so lots to, lots to discuss there. Um, what I'm going to do... Um, is I might have a little bit of whinge off, if I'm honest. <laughs> um, so I went to this matching matching event, and um, and I sort of like took a look at some of the profiles and um, took a look at some of some of the children that were looking for families. Um, quite a broad range, and what was really nice was the social workers that were in the room were very clued up on the children that they sort of were profiling so they could actually have meaningful conversations which I thought was really positive um that was really nice to see um there there was a particular profile um of of an individual um this little little boy um, who was one years old, um, and it was absolutely, it was gorgeous. Um, but I, I took a look and I was like, you know, I don't actually understand. I'm looking at the profile. I'm not seeing anything there that I'm reading going, absolutely not this, you know, big red flag as in this is going to cause a lot of difficulties and challenges. Um, and you know, I, I was just looking, thinking, what, why, why is uh, why is this young man waiting for so long? Um, within the profile, there was some information. Um, it was at the tail end, so it was all presented correctly. Um, but at the tail end of this report, it gave an indication about um, sort of a health condition for the birth mum. Um, and that health condition sort of raised many questions and didn't necessarily give many answers. I'm being elusive with what I'm saying here because this is someone's personal information, even though I'm not able to give you any names or anything. I just, it doesn't sit right with me to go into more details. But what that then sort of came about was that there are many words on profiles that will naturally cause people to have, I'm going to use the term a negative reaction or 
perhaps uh, sort of a reaction of, oh, I don't really know enough about that, therefore I'm just going to withdraw my interest. Um, and I actually said that as an agency and as a regional agency, we have a um, bigger responsibility to educate our adopters on all of these things um, and to bring bring our adopters in, in, into a mind space where they understand what all of these diagnoses actually mean. Um, because we talked previously, you know, the, the term autism can sound absolutely terrifying if you have no knowledge and no working knowledge of autism. Autism is such a huge spectrum, and it means so much more. Um, but how often has an adopter looked at profiles, seen the word autism, and gone, "Actually, it's probably out of my um, sort of skill set to be able to manage that." I'm, I'm just going to sort of like not put my name in the ring there. Now, I hold zero judgment for those individuals. Um, that that don't feel that they can manage those needs i would much prefer that than someone thinking they can when they know that they can't um but i do think that there's a bigger responsibility here that agencies should be looking at that and helping to offer extended training further understanding further development on what this looks like and what you will be able to do to support what support is out there for you all of those things um so that's important that is uh that is really, really important i then um i then got chatting to some adopters that had come on to some of my training who i sort of spoke to them hey how's it going and they said, do you know what? We are actually having a really rubbish time of it. And but both of these doctors, they are just sunshine, just joyful sunshine. Um, so to sort of see that as a response, it was like, oh, that, that's not good to see. What, what's happening there? Um, and so the spokesman said, you know, what, what's going on there? Um, and they said, oh, we made an inquiry on Linkmaker about a particular child um, and we've been essentially messed around for 16 weeks whereby the social worker has not come back to them, then come back to them and said, sure, I'd like some information. Then gone and said maybe we should meet and they have organized and cancelled this meeting several times um and there's more details but again i don't want to sort of divulge information without without being allowed to um this this couple had been genuinely messed around and the level of service that they had received was appalling. But more to it, more to it, the social worker that was not delivering their work 
I am so angry to hear that because there is a bigger conversation to be had here about accountability. There is also a bigger conversation here whereby we look and say, we are all vastly, vastly aware that social services are under-resourced and overworked. But when you hear situations like that, in my argument, that is not someone who is overworked that is someone who is not doing their job properly and as a result they're causing other people to have to pick up on their work so that's poor resource management um like i said i told you i was going to be moaning um but i'm looking at that person going you're you are amplifying the issue you are making the issue worse and i believe there needs to be accountability and I believe, for, certainly in this instance, now I've got very limited information, but the information I have, I look and say, there needs to be accountability to the level of, actually, you should be removed from your job. Because there is a child at the end of this who is looking for a family. They are now moving into an age bracket that is considered too old, and you've got, a number of families expressing interest that you have not explored for 16 weeks. This poor child is waiting and they shouldn't be. And I'll be honest, that really raged me because I can accept when workloads are heavy blah, 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 and when, when, when we're struggling all of these things i can accept that there are some children who will wait longer i don't like that but i accept it is a reality a child should never be waiting longer because a social worker isn't doing their job that should never be a cause for a delay um and I think if it, if there are children that are being held up from finding their families because of a social worker, then that social worker should not be working in this field. Um, and this was, yeah, this was a wider conversation. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to raise this. Um, I then spoke to another couple who told me that in their words they consider themselves mature adopters um i think they were maybe in their 50s um but in their words they said we're mature adopters we have expressed that we would like to look for an older child and we have been pushed back by our social worker our social worker has encouraged us continuously to go for a younger child. Um, again, I am not in those conversations. I am not aware of any other details because there could be some real key elements of that story that I just don't know. And I accept that there could be parts that I'm just not aware of. Um, 
But let's assume for just a moment that what they say is true. Because I've seen it. Once again, we are in a situation whereby I'm I'm tasked with asking the question, why do older children, children from BAME backgrounds, children with disabilities or children from sibling groups, why do they wait longer? Why on average are they waiting 18 months longer? This is a part of the problem. And I find that really sad. I find it really sad that there are social workers out there who are discouraging the idea of going for an older child. I'd like to know why. I'd like to understand that. There is a cynical part of my thinking. I'm going to share the cynical part of my thinking. And I really, 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 really hope I'm wrong about this. Cynical part of my thinking is younger child you will have an understanding of some of their needs but they wouldn't have been presented in full at that point therefore it's easier to put a support plan together older child you have to acknowledge all of the needs you're starting to see what that child needs and you're starting to see what you've got to put in place and maybe the support plan needs to be more detailed and perhaps more costly. Is there, are the two linked? Um, I hope not. But there's a cynic in me that thinks it could have something to do with it, which is really bad. Um, I don't, obviously, I don't want this to be an entire whinge episode, but I do, I do want to bring to you the, the real, real stuff that I'm seeing. Um, the, the other reality that I saw was I went to a profiling event and there were 30 adopters, either approved or close to being approved, who were attending an event whereby... 30 children were being profiled of course it's not one for one (laughs) but it holds that as a possibility and as I went round the room I saw many many of those children having adopters names next to them of making an inquiry and wanting more information Let's just say one match is made. Pretty cool, right? Um, I think these events, I think they can seem quite scary, quite daunting. But actually, I think they're wonderful. I think they're wonderful because it just opens up a different door. It just starts a different conversation. And it gets people in a room with different adopters, different social workers, and just exploring different different concepts um they can start to ask some of those questions about medical diagnosis and saying you know what does this mean what explain it to me and they can get a bit more information and i think that's really really exciting so 
I know I've whinged a lot and I apologise for that. I'm hoping that this is kind of like the positive at the other end of that. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really, really hopeful that we're, I'm going to hear that there's there's been some matches or at least some links made, which is going to be really exciting. Um, I'll keep you apprised of that. We shall see if later in the week I uh, release more episodes. On Friday, I am driving to pick up Little Dude for the weekend, um, which I'm very excited about. I really miss him. Um, I can't... I don't... I don't want to keep telling him that I miss him because I don't want him worrying about that. But I also want him to know that I miss him. So I'm in that little balance. Um, but, but yeah, can't wait. Literally can't wait. I'm going to squeeze him. <laughs> I may, I may crack a rib. Um, but yeah, thank you as always for tuning in, having a listen. Hope it's been an interesting one. Hope it's not been too negative. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I look forward to catching up with you again either later in the week or you might hear a repeated episode. Who knows? Let us see. Um, until then, though. Until then, thank you ever so much for tuning in. You are awesome. Speak to you soon.